welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I'm doing well, and I'm looking forward to tonight, though I'm going to tell you this is probably an episode where I'm going to hesitate a little because I have so many favorite things to share. <laughs> me too. It's, it's going to be a difficult one. We're going to do our best. If you listen to our shows, you know that every time we start to talk about anything, we lead with, it's up to the individual. It depends on what works for you. And today's show is absolutely no exception to that rule. We're going to make an attempt to help you figure out how to pick the best Disney resort for you. Very overwhelming. (laughs) So where do we start, Sandy? You start by doing a lot of thinking. We've got five different categories of resorts, 30 resorts on property right now, plus the Galactic Star Cruise you're coming soon, over 36,000 hotel rooms just on Disney property. And I'll not even go to the should we stay off site because I could do a whole show on why you shouldn't, but we're going to focus on how to find which resort is really for you? Because I don't believe that they're all for everybody. No, but there is one for everybody, right? There is one for everybody. So what's the best resort? <laughs> right? How many <laughs> times do you get <laughs> how many times do you get that question? No, I what's the best one? I get that question all the time and I always answer it with a question. I ask, are you looking for the best cost, the best transportation, the best pools, the best amenities, the best location? for what you're doing, the best holiday decorations, what does best mean to you? And then we can help you figure it out because sometimes what people are thinking they want as the best resort isn't really it. Maybe it it doesn't have a feature you're looking at or people will say to me, well, I have to stay on the monorail because there is no way that I am folding my child's stroller. And then I have to break the news to people that while I love the monorail and the ease of pushing the stroller right on the monorail, the monorail only goes to two of the four theme parks. So you're going to have to fold the stroller and get on a bus or not go to those other parks. And so we'll look at how do we take your top needs list and accomplish what you want. Maybe it's finding a resort that the pool becomes the priority And then we talk about using Disney's minivan service because you don't want to be standing on a bus. You want that ease of transportation. We can make different things work for you that might be a little more out of the box than what you think. Well, and and the reality is, too, you know, we've done a tremendous amount of resort themed shows in our in our in our podcast. Some people don't necessarily lean on their resort the way that others do. Some people are just looking to have the convenience of, I want to, I want my hotel to be close to a park and that's what I want. And then others are, I want to spend three of my 10 days at the, at the resort. I wanted to have X, Y, and Z. So when somebody does ask you that loaded question, what's the best resort? There isn't a default answer. I mean, you can tell them this is the most expensive. I can tell you what that costs, but it doesn't necessarily translate to the best resort for you or for your family. Exactly. It's you that really needs to give some forethought differently than you would, you know, if you were going to New York City, maybe you're picking a hotel strictly on location there, strictly on budget. But as you said, there's so many things to think about for Disney. 
And the bottom line is, I know very few people that have a money tree growing in their backyard. So sometimes we might have to look at two or three choices for you and you decide that, well, initially we always hear from clients that they want to slide at the pool. And so we'll price a moderate and a value after a discussion with them because they're looking to be a little more budget friendly, but that pool slide is really important to them. And when we get all done and we look at both and we start to talk to them and there's a $650 difference and the key factor swaying them to the more expensive one is the pool. And then I say, well, are you going to get $650 use out of the slide? Or should you make a reservation back home in a hotel for a night with a pool slide and focus on Disney while you're in Disney? Right. It depends. And, and for some people, the answer is no. I'm going to get $650 worth of use out of the slide. And some others are like, you know what? You're right. And we do. We have Beach Club, which is known for its best pool. I have clients who will spend four full pool days out of a seven-day trip. They're definitely getting that money. Somebody who's running to the pool for an hour one night probably isn't getting that value. And so value to me doesn't always mean cheapest. Value is what are you getting for what you're spending. And so just, and I kind of want to ping pong back and forth with you here, and this is not something that we discussed. So if it takes, if if either one of us has a, has a pause at any moment, know that it's the, it's legitimate thought that's running through our brain here. What we've discovered as a family is each time we plan a trip, and I'm sure some of your, your clients do the same thing. We attempt to get a different type of experience out of it. Maybe we want to stay on the monorail line one time. That's great. Maybe the next time we want to stay near Epcot. Or we want to stay in the Animal Kingdom. So the Animal Kingdom Lodge trip is incredibly different from the contemporary trip. What do you see as far as the pluses and minuses behind maybe taking a a long-term approach. I know I want to take two or three trips. How do I make that work? How do I plan that out over the course of, you know, five years or so? And that, that is a great question because there are some people that are very focused on what works now versus, you know, I went to beach club once. I love it. I don't ever want to try someplace else where I have clients who call all the time. They're like, what's new? What's next? Right. Um, you know, uh, A thing that some people love to do, and I'll be honest, I'm not typically a huge fan of it, is what's called a split stay. When clients just can't make up their mind between two resorts, they'll say to me, well, what if we did three nights here and then three nights there? Definitely doable. And Disney tries to make that as easy for you as they can. They'll transfer your luggage for you, you know, make it pretty seamless. Definitely, if you're doing that, I always say stay in a smaller room first. It's always easier to go from a resort that has a smaller room and less amenities to a resort with a bigger room and more amenities and vice versa. But even though they're transferring your luggage for you, you have to think about what that means. Do you want to pack twice? Packing is my least favorite thing about traveling. I don't want to repack in the middle of my trip. No. I also, sometimes my plans don't end up being how my family is feeling. Maybe everybody's wants to sleep in. Maybe everybody's a little bit grumpy and we decide to have some pool time. Maybe we were going to have a pool day and it's pouring rain. Things that are all out of my control. When you do that split stay, you're what I call homeless for a couple of hours a day. Because check out in a resort is by 11 a.m. 
and room ready is 3 p.m. So you have those four hours where you could be without a room. And I will kind of go a little bit off topic here for a minute just so we don't throw anybody off. Sure. You can check into a resort anytime after 6 a.m., but your room isn't guaranteed to be ready until 3 p.m. Check out by 11, but you're still a resort guest all day. So you could arrive at 6 a.m., leave your luggage with Bell Services and go. You can use the pool all day. You can check out at 11 and use the pool. But if you are truly splitting your stay, going from one room to the other, you do have that extra packing in those hours where while you can use the pool and the facilities, you won't have access to your luggage. You won't have a room to take a nap or, you know, get changed for dinner if you're doing an earlier dinner or anything like that. So I'm a bigger fan of a second trip than a split stay. Leave something on your Disney bucket list. There's no doubt that if you've been to Walt Disney World, you know that the different parts of the resort have very different feels from each other. If you're on the monorail line, you have a very Magic Kingdom type feel. Whereas if you're at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you have a, you're farther away, right? You're tied very much to the Animal Kingdom. But then there's the Epcot resorts, and there's also what I've come to really appreciate are the, the resorts that are tied to Disney Springs. Is there a particular group of people that you think end up in any of these different places by design? So I will say that if you're doing a week-long trip and you're trying to fit everything in, there's no one perfect location. Disney's 28 square miles. Those of you who are from the Northeast, it's bigger than the island of Manhattan. So, you know, there's no one spot you're going to be that's near everything. And so sometimes I just pick what I want or sometimes I'll focus on something. Maybe this trip we know that we want to do a pre-park breakfast or we're doing the Halloween and the Christmas party or there are times of the year where you can have extra magic hours. Magic Kingdom is always the latest one for that. There are times of the year where extra magic hours end at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's late. I might pick my resort because that one night I'm planning on being in the Magic Kingdom till 3 a.m. And that's the night that being closest to Magic Kingdom is most important to me. Maybe I'm doing a couples-only trip or a bachelor or bachelorette party for food and wine festival. And so I want to be able to walk in and out of Epcot. Sometimes we'll do, in our family, it's not unusual for us to do a weekend trip for food and wine or a weekend trip for the Halloween party. And so those, it's really easy to pick your resort because you want to be near that one thing if it works with your budget. Again, I sometimes balance those things. The things that are going to be closest to the theme parks are always going to be your deluxe resorts. And again, that's one of those things I was saying to you sometimes we have to kind of look at it a little bit out of the box. If I'm there for a short stay or I'm doing first thing in the morning to last thing at night, the difference depending on the time of year between a value resort like Pop Century and a deluxe resort like the Beach Club could be $300 a night. If I'm picking the beach club just to be close to Epcot so I don't have to wait on the bus, maybe I want to allocate money for a minivan and I spend $50 on the minivan to and from the park instead of $300 extra on my hotel. Let's say you're a runner and you're doing a run Disney event and you know that it ends at Epcot. It might be in your best interest to, to try to get a booking at 
the boardwalk or at the the beach and yacht club or even the swan and dolphin because you can get out that back entrance and you don't have to worry about transportation so you mentioned things like the party there's also the running events there's also the food More and wine festival than you at the end of that event jeff it's your family that's <laughs> yeah. getting up at 5 a.m and wants to see you yes on the running route it's nice for them just to go down the elevator and to see you run by on the boardwalk instead of them having to take a bus to somewhere in route Correct. to meet you. Yeah, and and you know we'll probably do a run Disney show in the future, but that's just one example. You mentioned a million others. There's the festivals. There's there's there are just so many things that go on throughout the year in in each of the different areas of the resort. That the the prototypical question that we led with kind of tongue in cheek in the beginning, what's the best resort? There just isn't an answer. And and I think I think you you hit it right. But my question is, you know. There's so much stuff all over social media. So, you know, can't, can't we just rely on social media, Facebook, to, to tell me what the best resort is? You could. I wouldn't. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, we spend an awful lot of time on social media. And it's always interesting to me, A, how people phrase their question. I'd like to do a workshop for the entire country of how to ask the question that you mean to ask, but also how people answer and what people take as answers. You know, I'll see questions all the time. We've decided we want a moderate resort. What's your favorite moderate resort? Mm -hmm. And now people start answering. Pop Century, Beach Club, Contemporary. And I'm like, okay, we've had three answers and none of them are a moderate resort (laughs) yet. But they've also just thrown a word there. So why? What is it? I always say to people, the the worst thing about planning a Disney vacation, whether we're talking social media or in person, is everybody wants to give you advice. And they don't want to explain it. They just want to give you their two cents. And the best thing I think you can do is to ask people why. Why do you love that resort? Maybe they loved it because it has a full kitchen and they have some dietary concerns. And so being able to have a full-size refrigerator and freezer and a full-size stove and a dishwasher was the most important thing to them. But you have no intention of having any food in your room, so that's not the right resort for you. The other thing is you don't know who's answering those questions on social media. Again, are they right? Were they right when you found that answer that's from two years ago, but that's changed since then? You know, if you Google, do Disney resorts have refrigerators? You're going to find that many of them say no, because years ago, the value resorts didn't. They had a fee, but that changed four years ago. Or you're going to Google to see, is there a freezer section? And whether you Google or you ask on Facebook, people are answering on Facebook who haven't been to the parks in years. It always amazes me. When Disney's been doing their resort refurbishments and going through um, a refrigerator recall that they actually had, they replaced the refrigerators with ones that don't have a freezer section in them anymore. Maybe you're counting on that freezer for some of the groceries you ordered. Now your groceries show up and your room only has a college fridge that doesn't have a freezer section in it. So, yeah, you can definitely go to social. But a a shameless plug for me and every other agent in the travel industry, why not go to an expert who's going to talk to you, figure out what you need, and somebody who's there. 
I say to people, if you want to go to Cancun, don't call me. I've been to Cancun once in my life. I'm not the person to talk to you about Cancun. Make sure your agent knows where you're going on vacation. I'm in Disney World six to eight times a year. I'm going to give you current information. And that can be the make or break to your trip. It's also the reason that we say, call us and talk to us. We're different than calling Disney. When you call 407-W-Disney, and there's my plug for their phone number. Nice job. Um, their job that they are instructed to do is to give you what you asked for. My job is to ask you questions. And one of the examples that I give is a family that we worked with a couple of years ago. And she called me and said, my friend said I have to call you. I don't think we can go to Disney. It's too expensive. But she said, call you. I said, well, tell me about it. Now, she has four kids, so it is a little more expensive. She wanted a deluxe resort. She called the Disney number, told them, you know, she's a family of six, and she wanted to stay at the Contemporary. And they said, do you all want to be in one room? And she said, yes. And so her resort quote was for $19,000 because in order to be in one room, it was actually a suite. Yep. When I talked to her and I said to her, well, does it have to be one room? Or if I can get you what we call guaranteed connecting rooms, so two hotel rooms with an interior door that you can open, is that okay? And she goes, oh, of course that's okay. My quote was $8,000 less. She still got what she wanted, even in the same hotel. But I can ask questions to understand your trip, and I can fill in those whys for you and match things to you. Because again, there's just so many things to consider. Um, when you ask favorite hotel, if I really just want to be anywhere on property, one of my favorites that I have just become totally enamored with is the studio rooms at Disney's Polynesian Resort. Because they have one and a half bathrooms and the half bath is a little untraditional. It's a second sink and a second shower that happens to be a rain shower. Having two showers in my room when we're there as four adults in a room is huge to me. Yeah, It's not something that people always think about. But when I'm talking to somebody who has teenagers versus a three and a five-year-old, I know that the shower isn't a big deal for the three and the five-year-old. But two teenage girls, that extra bathroom is a major game changer in the morning for them. So things you might not think about are things you might want to consider. All right. So let's go through some rapid fire. Give me your best. I'm going to do it. We'll do it one by one. I'll give you mine too. Give me your, your best for transportation. Uh, it's either going to be the Polynesian or the Beach Club. The Polynesian because it's right near the transportation ticket center. So I can get either monorail line, the one to the Magic Kingdom or the one to Epcot. Or if I'm really focused on Epcot, I love Beach Club and walking right in. And I'm going to cheat and give one more. In honorable mention to Pop Century and Art of Animation, they have one-stop exclusive busing because they don't share with anybody else. So if you've got to do a bus, it's those two resorts. I'm going either Beach Club or Boardwalk because it's right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, pool. Best pool. Best pool is going to be Beach Club. Best pool for little ones that are splash zone is going to be Port Orleans French Quarter. Okay, I'll echo that. Best 
hotel for bathrooms. That's going to, again, that Polynesian studio I just talked about, or if you really need two full bathrooms, two toilets, two sinks, two shower tubs, Art of Animation, Family Suite. I And this, you know, this is a, a weird answer, but I really have enjoyed the bathrooms at the Treehouse Villas at Saratoga Springs. A Disney vacation property. Talk to us about the accommodations that, that a family could be looking to take that would maybe be in one of these Disney Vacation Club accommodations. And one of the things I love about them is they're not your standard room. So their standard room is going to be a studio, sleeping four or five. But what differentiates it from a hotel room is it has a kitchenette. Then you've got one bedroom villas, so a bedroom and a living room with a pull-out couch if you mom and dad need some downtime away from the kids. Two bedrooms, maybe you brought grandma and grandpa, and three-bedroom grand villas that sleep up to 12. Lots of different options for larger parties. Not always the most economical way to go, but definitely the most spacious and most flexible way to go. And it's probably a good time to let you know that today's show is uh, brought to you by the folks over at dvcnews.com. And for more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at dvcnews.com, where you can sign up for their email newsletter, or look for them on facebook.com forward slash dvcnews, or twitter.com forward slash dvcnews. What else? What have we left off? What, what else would you like to tell anybody as far as how they can help plan using you, know, using you guys to, to help them arrive at the best resort for them? I think the, the one other best we didn't talk about is theme. Outside of a theme of a resort, there are several resorts that offer theme rooms. Everything from a Lion King room, a Cars-themed, a Nemo-themed, Pirates-themed, Princess-themed, Little Mermaid on her own versus all kinds of princesses. So just so many ways to really enhance what you're looking for and to think about what is going to work for your family. One of the things we hear all the time is we kind of look at bedding a little bit differently. Again, when you're traveling with a four-year-old and a six-year-old, they're pretty easy. They're A, they're smaller. B, they tend to go to bed. When you're traveling with a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old and they're not the same sex, they may not want to share a bed. Often we have parents who say to us, yeah, mom's going to sleep with the daughter, dad's going to sleep with the son. Maybe that works for you. Maybe sleeping with your husband is part of vacation for you and you don't want to divide up that way. So we're going to look at, do you need an extra bed? Do you need three beds even though you're only four people? All those questions that you may not think about, especially if you're somebody who, you know, we have a lot of clients who say to us, I don't stay in hotels. I'm usually going somewhere and staying with a family member or renting a house. That Things that are intrinsic in a hotel are not things you think about, but we're thinking about them. So really think about what are your priorities? What is an ideal hotel for you in terms of amenities? And we can help you match that. It can be overwhelming. There are a lot of different choices, and I cannot state more clearly than this, reach out to the travel specialists at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions because, as Sandy said, they listen first and they talk second. And I think that that's the way that you find the best resort for you and your family. Sandy, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Thanks, Jeff. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this show or any show that we've recorded to date, please share it with them. 
have them listen. If they like it, have them like and subscribe and share it with someone that they know that could benefit from it as well. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.